I believe, a cabal of secret societies has controlled the world for 200 plus years, and we get to be alive at a time to see it fall. I believe in the power of one person working as a team with other Christian patriots can have massive impact in reversing this ungodly culture. I believe that we have an omniscient, omnipresent, and omnipotent God that has put his hand on this moment in time to deny the timeline of the enemy and is about to heal our land. This is Rick, your host, and I believe that God has called me to empower Christian patriots with truth. Join us now for the Blessed Teach Show, and let's see what God is doing today. Here we are on Thursday, May 25th, 2023. Uh, welcome to the Blessed Teach Show as we start digging into DeSantis' launch for presidency and his uh, Twitter failure on Twitter spaces. We'll talk a little bit about that. And then uh, we'll get into uh, quite a bit of other news, a little bit on Amanda Grace's prophetic word that just was released earlier, and then also a Pentecostal teaching before we get into word and worship. So it's a full night. Looking so forward to it. I just get refreshed every time we're able to do, um, actually it's, it's praise and prayer tonight, Word and Worships on a Friday at 5 p.m. CST as well as on Sunday morning. Um, so it's uh, now at dusk here in just a little bit. We'll have Pentecost will start and uh, for the celebration from, from uh, that celebration. And obviously, this is called Pentecost weekend for many people. It's also Memorial Day. So we kind of have a triple uh, hitter here, a trinity going on. And so that's going to be an exciting weekend. Uh, so let's dig into it. Salam to church, somebody says. So I uh, got Patsy from Tennessee here. Got a lot of other people coming in. Uh, got a bunch of people backstage as well as a bunch of Rumble Rants people. Thank you for all for being here. Let's get rolling on this. You have a CNN poll. It says 6 and 10 say cut spending with a debt limit rise. This is wild because this is a CNN, obviously, massively liberal network. And uh, they always oversample on uh, the narrative that they want to spin. So it's pretty interesting that they're saying that 60% of the Americans want the spending cuts, which is what the, you know, the Republican House is pushing. And what Trump is trying to say, please do that, right? Uh, so let's... Uh, Let's actually dig in um, to what that really means. If you look at the talks between House Speaker Kevin McCarthy, they really have all the cards if you really think about it because it's, it's, uh, they've already passed this through the House. right? So I don't think any Democrats supported it, but it, it basically shows you can't – we're not going to raise the debt limit without spending cuts which obviously the cabal doesn't want that. They want to spend us into complete debt and uh, destruction. So that'll be, be a, it's an interesting fight. 
But it's what's beautiful is that as we won the house, all these investigations are going on and the purse strings are being used for the first time to actually get uh, some movement on what we want the cabal not to do. The cabal's going broke, so they're just basically printing money out of the U.S. to fund all their operations out of Ukraine and everything else. So it's a beautiful thing to see. This is a good um, example of white hats being somewhat in control of some things, right? Debt ceiling. Here's a debt ceiling uh, standoff could delay Social Security payments. So this shows that um, this is, to me, the scare tactic that the, the press is trying to put out to try to say, hey, Republicans cave, cave. They, uh, and the Republicans almost always cave. But it looks like this might be the first time that they may get some policy and spending cuts that they want without having um, you know, have to go through the whole legislative process by doing it through the purse strings. Um, there's a lot of disagreement about should that be done or not, but Trump is pushing this, and so I think there's a very good reason for it. And I think it's basically to try to keep the cabal from having unlimited spending. And look at the Daily Wire here. Top rating agencies threaten U.S. with credit downgrade over debt limit chaos, even if a deal is made. So this credit downgrade just is gonna could hit the economy it obviously is something when if you hold bonds this is not good and anytime you have such high uh, rates like this uh, it's 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 an interesting time to figure out where you do put any of your wealth right it's just, it can be a stressful time for people and if you just continue to look at the news and, and it kind of becomes more obvious what you need to do though you need to get into real assets that are liquid right that's that's the key i mean it's just the 101 on that right real assets are liquid and now we're seeing well, you don't want liquid assets in the bank. It might not be so liquid anymore. That used to be the most liquid thing, right? And now we see with bank closures and not only in Nigeria, but now we see in England them, them making sure, you know, you can't withdraw that unless you give us all the reasons why you're doing it. Is it and and they, have, they have the, they say we may reject it, but it's not supposed legitimate. And they say it's because of fraud. But you know what it really is? They're trying to stop bank runs. So that is really interesting. And here's uh, Moody's Analytics. Uh, stock, skyrocketing rents across the U.S. far outpace income growth. So this is just what's happening, right? When you have rising costs without the income, that's what happens when you have a brandonomics, when you have the cabal wanting us to go into tyranny. They're trying to make our life miserable, not have cash flow to be able to fight back and have the flexibility to do the things that we need to do, right? So that is uh, really an interesting time frame where obviously this cabal babylonian system is going to fall that's the exciting part the bad part is it kind of puts us in limbo and what do we do with our wealth and that and that's what i'm telling you when you have the 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 downgrading of us um you know the, our the, the credit rating as well as people not be able to pay their bills you're 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 gonna you're not gonna have the spending and you're gonna have uh, the recession comes in, and this is what they're purposely trying to do. And, and that's why you really need to get real assets, as if you're protecting your wealth, that are liquid. And that's why I, I really suggest you get a free consultation with Kirk. If you haven't done this yet, you got, this is a no-brainer. I'm doing two more transactions. I've, actually, I was doing them today for my business with my brother. We're putting some, some take, we're taking cash out of the bank. We don't trust it anymore, right? Same with some, some personal assets. We're taking cash out of the bank. Uh, to to get it into a real asset that I know I can sell in three or four days and put it into another area that's not a bank. Uh, there's several things that are available to do that. And so you can get a free consultation with Kirk. Just go to kirkelliotphd.com slash B2T 
and now I'm a, I know I'm a broken record on this, but guys, if you haven't done this yet, it's a no-brainer to get a free consultation and understand what you have and specific to you, what should you do? You can fill out this form by going to the link down below in the in the table, but it's probably easier just to call Kirk and it'll be it'll speed up the process. Tell them Rick Beater T sent you. They'll make sure they prioritize you. 720-605-3900. Get a free consultation, no matter if you what what assets you have. Just just get smart about how to diversify. 720-605-3900. I think silver is is incredibly liquid. And it is a real thing versus cash in the bank that might not, you might not have access to. All right, here's uh, Donald Trump talking about just the the you know, two-sided justice system that we always talked about. He says a very interesting situation is taking place. While I was in office, Bill Barr, as Attorney General, was very slow and unenthusiastic about going after Joe and Hunter Biden regarding their possible criminal activity. Much was being reported in the media. It was hard getting him to move, but I always felt he, he believed you just don't go after presidents, VPs, and presidential candidates very cavalierly. I understood that and was sort of okay with it. Now Biden thugs want to indict me for nothing. Right, that's just you know what we're, what we're dealing with right now. So let's look at this here as we dig into what's going on with, uh, with DeSantis. Uh, this is what we were talking about. Elon Musk fails to launch Ron DeSantis in disastrous Twitter space. So this Twitter space, a lot of people don't know what it is, but um, it's a lot. Of this works on multiple platforms where you can basically have a conference call with a lot of people, and you can see if you join it, you can join it kind of publicly, right? And there's different settings you can set, and if you have a lot of people, if you have too many mics on, it could be a big, big problem, right? And that's what happened. They had bandwidth issues, which is shocking because it's a voice-only app. Not nearly as bandwidth-heavy as what you'd have in Rumble or in the video area, right? But uh, there were people talking over each other. They kind of had to restart it after a, a bunch of uh, failures. And there's everybody's jumping on this as it's a total failure. Um, and why would you announce your presidency and not even have video, <laughs> right? It was just an odd thing. I think he's trying to use, but but it's, the fact that he's partnered with Elon to do, you know, his his campaign and all this shows, you know, just just, just reaffirms my belief that you have Elon as controlled opposition, right? It's, it's it's like Julie's prophetic words were saying, "Well, know what side he is on." Right or left, and you you see all this good stuff coming out about him being um, being pro uh, free speech, and I think he's somewhat controlled by the white hats. Otherwise, there's no way they would have released all that stuff on Twitter. But it also could be a ploy by the black hats to get us comfortable with 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 uh, Elon, and then he does all this other stuff that that uh, is gl the globalist agenda. And really, the conservative ink that I talked about la yet last night. Remember, con ink. They con you into be the conservatives con you into thinking they're conservative when they're really pulling you away from the conservative values, as, uh, as people like Mitch McConnell, right? It's all the rhinos. So it's another term for rhinos is con ink, conservative incorporated, right? And I think that Elon might be falling into that now. He's just supposedly coming over to the conservative side. He's doing free speech, but now that he's launching Ron, it's that, and I believe he's going to be the chosen globalist candidate um, that they're they're going to try to to take Trump out but all it's going to do is backfire on them 
and it is going to expose everyone that is part of this, you know, rhino environment. Um, DeSantis, uh, so Florida Ron DeSantis announced his 2024 presidential campaign in a screeching audio feedback and technical difficulties in Twitter space with Elon Musk on Wednesday. DeSantis eventually did launch his campaign, but the event was married with problems from the very beginning, and DeSantis didn't manage to use the initial space hosted by Musk. <laughs> when the moderator, David Sachs, a venture capitalist and former PayPal project lead, first unmuted himself to start the talk, the space was filled with loud, echoing feedback sounds before quickly going silent. The accounts of DeSantis and Stacks popped up in and out of the initial room, muting and unmuting themselves before leaving entirely. So talk about a disaster. As of this publication, it's not entirely clear what went wrong, but Musk, one of the only people to actually speak in the first space, chalked up the problems through overloaded servers. More than 600,000 users were tuned in in a few minutes before Musk hosted the room ended. But you, but this is like easy. 600,000 users is, is easy on Rumble or YouTube, et cetera, Facebook, uh, all that. More than 12 million people showed up to Travis Scott's Fortnite concert in 2020. So uh, 600,000 is not a, not a big number. So I think that people that are sold out for this country and patriots are not going to be big DeSantis supporters, I don't believe. We'll see how this happens. Uh, DeSantis read his speech launching his campaign in the, st- the Stacks hosted room at, and around 25 minutes after the event was originally scheduled to begin. So 25 minutes of glitches. <laughs> I just switched over to David hosting it because my account was breaking the system, Musk said. The Santa's campaign did not immediately respond to a request for comment. So anyway, just a big, huge failure and everybody's jumping on it, right? So this is not a, not a great start for Ron. And so Trump just keeps throwing out stuff on True Social, showing here that he is a plus 11 on Biden right now in this Iowa caucus, uh, uh, I guess uh, the Iowa polls. These polls could be so drastically modified, though. Just makes me wonder wonder about them. But anyway, the and here's the for for the GOP president. He was plus 42 over DeSantis. So pretty commanding lead it looks like. Uh, if you uh, here's here's a little video where he put out about Ron. In December of 2017. Ron DeSanctimonious was polling at 5% in the Republican primary for governor of Florida, 5%. DeSantis had virtually no endorsements and was being drastically outraised by Agricultural Commissioner Adam Putnam, the widely viewed favorite. He was going to win. He was going to win easy. He was way up. Ron had zero chance of winning. On December 21st, 2017, a man named President Donald J. Trump endorsed in support of Ron DeSanctimonious. His polling skyrocketed, and DeSantis won the Republican primary 57 to 37. He was down so many points, and all of a sudden, he wins by 20. He was already looking for jobs. But he did it because of President Trump. Thank you very much, Ron. Thank you very much. Interesting. So. Just really making the point that, uh, you know, and why would he do this? It's like, that, you know, it, there's a lot of people in the race now, though. So it's healthy, I think, for a country to have multiple people. But when we're in a, we're in a crisis here, right? And we know that the 
anti-establishment candidate is is Donald Trump, and that's why they're doing everything to take him out. Hey, we've got a great lineup coming up next Tuesday and Wednesday. Every Tuesday and Wednesday, we bring on guests. Next Tuesday and Wednesday, we have Juan Osavin live. And if you guys haven't heard, Lloyd Brunson's new case got back into the Supreme Court. So the his brother, Roland Brunson's case, uh, went to the Supreme Court. They decided not to rule on it. And uh, now this is the exact same case in two different routes. They, it's back up in the Supreme Court. So this is an extremely exciting thing. If you go look at that, this could take out 90% of the Democratic Party and uh, most of the rhinos. So it's a be- it would be a beautiful thing. Then the following week, we have Derek Johnson and Dr. Brian Artis coming on. Derek Johnson is going to talk about his press pass that he has for Gitmo for military tribunals. Um, Brian Artis is going to be talking about the death of a dear friend in this movement and uh, how we are attacked with bioweapons and need to protect ourselves. That's going to be an important one. Then we got two new people coming on. It's kind of exciting. We've been trying to get them for quite a while. Nino Rodriguez is going to be coming on the 28th. We met, Gus and I met him live here in an event in Dallas. And then we also have Pastor Greg Hagen from Rainbow Bible on Fire Believer. Um, teaches, his, his dad obviously teaches the believer, wrote the believer's authority. This is what changed Clay Clark's life. This, uh, this is what has changed many people's lives as they, uh, his, with his dad, Kenneth Hagen. And he is going to be talking about that book and, and, how, and what, he, what, what's really up in this spiritual battle that we're in right now. So look forward to that. Um, here's another one I thought was kind of interesting. Uh, this is, I think, is a- the Washington established politicians like to talk about how they can be just like Donald Trump. The truth? There's only one Donald Trump. Only one who gave us the largest tax cuts in history, who gave vets the health care they deserve, and stood up to China and protected your job. Only one who kept us out of endless wars while destroying our terrorist enemies. Only one who fundamentally changed the Supreme Court, was called the most pro-life president in history, and relentlessly protected our Second Amendment rights and our borders. Why would we ever settle for Trump imposters? Make America great again. When there's only one, starting day one, who can make America great again. I'm Donald J. Trump, and I approve this message. Yeah, so you can see it, and they kind of have mixed emotions, to be honest, because uh, Trump, uh, DeSantis has been a great governor, and it's just a bummer that he took this route. But again, I think it might be a huge blessing in disguise as the neocons and the uh, con incorporated, right, or the rhinos will all show themselves. And, and every every month we find new people that are, we think are on our side that really aren't as they expose themselves. That's a really good thing. Here's that Loy Brunson um, website. So if you remember, I was reporting on this heavily. We and we, we had had a lot of people wrote letters to the Supreme Court for the Roy Brunson case, but this exact same one's coming up, and it's just a huge weapon that the Supreme Court has. And so with prayer and a bunch of letters, I really, and so that's why we have Lloyd coming on on Wednesday after Juan O'Savin, who's a big proponent of this case as well. And I'll go over that case that shows that it's all the people who voted against just a 10-day take a breath, send, it, send the electoral votes back to the 
states to make sure they, they confirm that they didn't have any fraud. All right, that, that's a, and that was a one-on-one thing to do. That should have been done, and that was their oath to make sure that we didn't certify a fraudulent election. Instead, they went forward and uh, you know allowed the January 6th false flag to happen is what really really ended up happening. But this now, um, and it's interesting that he, they used they haven't used the Rule 11 um, for since the 1970s. The Supreme Court of the United States, under its imperative public importance, Rule 7 has allowed Loy Arlen Brunson to bypass the Tenth Circuit of Appeals. This goes as of April 19, 2023, has received, filed, and docketed Lloyd Brunson's emergency Rule 11 petition for writ of certiorari. Again, and this says anybody who voted against the 10-day, let's, let's make sure that the, the votes aren't fraudulent, the electoral college votes aren't, call, um, that were, that, and there is almost all the Democrats and, and a huge percentage of the Republicans. This would wipe out the House and Senate, take them out, take Biden out, it would reinstate Trump, and uh, it could be one way that God, in His, you know, impossible ways, could act. With I believe will be combined with a bunch of uh, of uh, supernatural activity. Here's what is Rule 11: a petition for a writ of, of certiorari to review the case pending in the United States Court of Appeals before judgment is entered in that court will be granted only upon a showing that the case is of such imperative public importance. So the fact that this got moved from the Tenth Circuit, who was sitting on it on purpose, and uh, it means that the Supreme Court, or somebody in the Supreme Court, said that they thought this was such public public importance. And as you see, it becoming more obvious, and more and more people start to see more obvious that Biden is not in control. He's a puppet president. And the country's going going toward World War Three, and the world's going toward World War Three, and the country's with its open borders is, is being destroyed. Um, this could be something that the Supreme Court uses to keep from them stacking the courts, keep them, and, and at a minimum, it's a it's a gun that they have and a weapon they have to use against the Biden administration if if they try to do things that are too crazy. It's pretty much everything's crazy right now, though. But again, of such imperative public importance as to justify deviation from normal appellate practice and to require immediate determination by the court. So, you know, why wouldn't maybe making a big deal about this if it wasn't for such, um, you know, just unprecedented activity that caused this case to come back? So that is quite exciting. Um, Amanda had a word from the Lord um, that was earlier today. I wanted to just play the first part of it because it kind of goes on a couple of things. Number one is that this is not the time for the tribulation, right? They're trying to push and get to the Antichrist as soon as possible. And number two, it talks about the King of England, right? The first, I'm just only going to play the first part of this. I'll, I'll review it in much more detail later when I have uh, more time and have the actual text. But here is Amanda talking at the beginning of this prophetic word. And says the Spirit of the Lord this day, Why do the nations rage and the people plot, that's capitalized, a vain thing? I, the Lord thy God, shall hold them in derision. I shall hold them accountable, that's capitalized. For in this hour in the earth many accounts must be reckoned, says the Lord. Many, that's capitalized. As the pieces are moved as players on a board and they think they have seated a controllable man who sits on the throne of England. They think they have placed one there along with a wife that can be utilized to influence financial and environmental matters in the earth. 
So they're actually talking about the supposed King Charles being somebody they can control, right? That agenda comes from the same root. To deceive the people into thinking things are happening on and within the earth that are a farce. A farce, says the Lord. I, the Lord thy God, created the earth. And I, the Lord thy God, know its inner workings down to the tiniest of molecules, says the Lord. There are many manipulations being put into the soil of the earth in order to cause elements to rise into the atmosphere to manipulate such into aligning with their, that's capitalized, man-made agenda. For they have utilized the powers of the air to contract the earth in ways it should not, says the Lord. And says the Lord of hosts, the one who they have placed on the throne in England is sitting on a stack of secret deals with some of the largest organizations in the world. To zone England into an EU, it does not want to go. They Isn't that interesting? So you know he's corrupt and totally compromised um, Charles. And so... And, so, and he's going to be doing something to try to bring bring them into the EU that they don't want to be. Shall put more and more words in his mouth and utilize him to make credible what is not credible, especially one that shall step forth from a neighboring country. The king shall be pushed by the forums to declare credibility to one who has flirted with the spirit of Antichrist and who desires to deceive with alluring words the people of England and the surrounding countries. However, says the Lord, it is not time, it is not time. And I, the Lord thy God, shall allow a pause on matters with the European Union. Yeah, so she goes on, and I don't want to steal the whole thunder of her awesome prophetic word, uh, but I wanted to make sure you guys understood those two major things. Number one, this king is a puppet of the deep state, just like Biden, right? He can be controlled. They're trying to do evil things with him, trying to bring the spirit of deception in. And number two, they are trying to get the spirit of the Antichrist in, and it is not yet the time. That's because we had the great harvest to go through yet, right? We got that great awakening. We got the, the great um, the great exodus, as many people would call it. Timothy Dixon calls it the sex exodus. Uh, Julie Green calls it the great exodus. And Amanda is clearly saying here that, that is, there's going to be a pause. There's, that, that they're, they're trying to push the time ahead. Um, we're going to get into, my, with Mike, with health, health, care, health share care in just one second. Iris Whistleblower goes on camera with Hunter Biden probe claims so uh, there's multiple whistleblowers now um talking about them stopping the the investigation into hunter and so they're weaponizing all parts of our government right now in undercover video fetterman staffer exposes the senator's true views on the second amendment showing that he's trying to take our guns away just like the rest of the cabal they they uh, can't come and take over the entire country when we have so many armed americans it's a big problem for them. <laughs> Jim Jordan promises to use the power of the purse to curb the FBI abuses. This is interesting. It's one power that the House does, and so the FBI budget and what they're trying to do, and since they're coming after all, all the patriots versus doing what they're supposed to be doing, I think that's a, a, a very good threat to get them to the table to make the, the transformations. It really needs to be abolished. We'll see what that happens. The Supreme Court limits federal power over wetlands in favor of the property rights. And this is, this is, this is exciting to see the Supreme Court, at least in, again, the 5-4, the majority. Uh, you've obviously, obviously got Roberts always going wherever the cabal wants him to go. Um, but in general, they are standing up for the Constitution and, and individual and property rights versus the federal power 
to say no where, the, where they, they can just take almost everything away from you. Um, the last article I'll go over here is Target CEO tries to hold Bud Light's beer as he doubles down on controversial campaign. So just like the Bud Light um, person that, was a, that they fired, the marketing person that really thought it was a great idea to have transgenders you know, um, flaunted out in front of the, of the public, um, Target is doing the same thing. And now they've moved a lot of their LGBT merchandise they're selling into the back of the store. That's made that's made the extremists on the left mad. So just like uh, Bud Light backed off and they had, had both both now people on the right and left mad at them, Target's doing the same thing. Please stop stop uh, any type of money you have going to Target. <laughs> Stay away from them. They have the they are one of the first ones to do transgender bathrooms. On the first one, that now they're selling um, all kinds of uh, transgender material and celebrating it. And and here you have the CEO doubling down, saying how awesome of an idea it is. Um, we can we can make a big impact by not doing that. I did want to let you guys know. You guys know I changed out of what I call cabal insurance. I changed to Share Healthcare. And if you go to ShareHealthcare.com/slash/RickB2T. And make sure you use Rick B2T there. It's also the code if you sign up to use that. Um, this, and I tell you what, this is if just interesting because it's around three thousand uh, dollars for no, two thousand dollars a month for a family of three for for what I call this contract-oriented insurance. That actually they don't even pay a good percentage of it a lot of time because it's a contract. If they, they're going to try to get out of anything they can't pay. You, I'm sure you experienced that with your with your insurance companies, and you've noticed deductibles going up. So not only has the price gone way up, the the actual benefits you get it, but the worst part is they only will cover big pharma oriented solutions. If you really want to have uh, have an incident that is very expensive that goes on, then you want to use natural doctors. In general, they're not going to pay for that stuff. So that's why I wanted to bring Mike on to talk a little bit about a business program I just think is awesome. Mike, how are you doing today? Do I have you? Do we have you un- unmuted? Mike Sharman, Char- are, are you there? Mike, look, Mike, are you there? Can you hear me, Mark? Mark, Mike, I can see. I see Mike. Mike, come on. <laughs> Uh, so I don't know if Mike I can't hear you. So Mike, so Mike can't hear me. Can the other backstagers hear me? Yeah. So it's your audio, Mike. So so uh, so so it looks like uh, Mike doesn't have his uh, audio working. Mike, it's your it's your. Uh, we can hear him, Rick. We can hear both you and him. Yeah, I understand that, but he can't hear me. Can so, I hear you now? Can you hear me now, Mike? Yeah, so Mike still doesn't have his audio working. Mike, it's your audio. Because yeah, everyone can hear us. All right, we'll bring we'll bring uh, Mike on once he gets his audio working. And so, again, that's Share Healthcare. I'm going to play this video while, Mike, while he's trying to get it working. Hi, we're Share Healthcare. We bring folks can together from me? all across America to voluntarily share medical expenses. When you have a medical expense, Share Healthcare advocates on your behalf to negotiate with providers and reprice your bills, saving you money. Then, once you've secured a lowered price, funds from your fellow members are transferred into your individualized bank account, registered with Line Bank of Bolivar, Missouri, 
to share the burden of eligible medical expenses. Other ministries gather all the monthly funds together and then distribute to members in need. What makes SHARE Healthcare so unique is that funds are shared only between members' line bank accounts and are never pooled into a central pool or account, making us a totally compliant healthcare sharing ministry. During your enrollment process, you'll be shown how to create your own line bank account, specifically for your SHARE Healthcare membership. Having your own line bank account allows you to receive self-pay patient discounts and see how your contributions are being used to help your fellow members, all while maintaining your medical and banking privacy, of course. When your membership begins, you'll have a personalized online portal. From this portal, you can pay your monthly share amount, view the status of medical bills, send well wishes or even flowers to fellow members, and so much more. And if that isn't enough to feel good about, we also donate a portion of each member's monthly share to provide medical care to orphaned and abandoned children in Africa. Share Healthcare, the most unique and first fully compliant online healthcare ministry in America. Visit our website at sharehealthcare.com to learn more and join today. All right. Can, can, uh, can Mike hear me now? I can hear you now. Can you hear me? Awesome. We can hear you. Perfect. How are you? Uh, so, so great to have you on. It was really interesting the last couple times we had you on to really understand this in more detail. And it's kind of exciting. So we've had quite a few uh, Blessed Teach family members come and join you. What is, uh, so, so tell us a little about um, why people are switching. Well, they're switching because they want freedom. And one, I apologize for whatever was technical glitch. I just kept hitting things until finally <laughs> All right. you're able to connect. Um, but people want freedom. They want medical freedom, financial freedom, spiritual freedom. And I think, you know, Rick, you've been mentioning the the issue about the healthcare oligarchies, the combination of healthcare monopolies essentially with the government creating this dictatorial situation where they're trying to push us into one size fits all. And and share healthcare gives people an opportunity to choose, have freedom to choose their own doctor, have freedom to choose their own hospital. Their doctor then has freedom to choose what type of medical care to give to them. Uh, it, it's as though the, the medical establishment, the healthcare oligarchy and the government don't realize they're doing what Queen Elizabeth won and King James had done with their dictatorial errors way back when. Mm -hmm. Queen Elizabeth won the first one back in 1582. She passed a law that said it was treason to worship in any way other than what she had said. Mm -hmm. So if you were Catholic or Presbyterian, you would die. Mm -hmm. uh, then King James, when King James came in, he repeated the error. There were a thousand clergymen who said, can we have a little bit more freedom than we did before? Just a little bit more. We'll stay in the Church of England, but can we have a little bit more freedom? And he said, I will harry them out of the land or worse. And he said, I will have one worship, one doctrine, one method. And and so... No religious freedom. <laughs> right. No religious freedom, which also meant you didn't have any freedom. Right. And so that's essentially what the healthcare oligarchies and government are telling us now. You have to, and they're moving us toward that centralized healthcare more and more. And if you don't do it in the way that we tell you to, you aren't going to have healthcare or it's going to be extraordinarily expensive. And we'll share healthcare. One big reason people join us is it's affordable. Like I said, medical freedom, financial freedom. So the financial freedom, uh, you know, I saw that you couldn't hear it, but I saw you there putting the slides up. 149 for a single, 249 for a couple, 349 for a family of four, and 50 bucks for each child thereafter. So 
that's amazingly affordable mm -hmm. compared to the average of 2,000, for a family. And that's the average across the United States of healthcare. And so that then gives us the opportunity to use our, our healthcare freedom and our financial freedom to exercise religious freedom and talk to our friends and neighbors about if you want freedom from that burden you have on your health insurance, join us in this Christian method of sharing. And one, you'll enjoy it. And two, you'll be saving money. Mm -hmm. And that gives us whether our neighbor is uh, a smoker or a heavy drinker, or perhaps our neighbors are same sex couples. That gives us a chance that we're cutting the hedges and chatting with them about what they're experiencing in their life and saying, well, you know, if, if you enjoy Christ as I do, then you could be a member of this, not smoking. And so that cuts out a huge amount of our expenses, only drinking in moderation. And we define that two to three drinks a week. I'm a teetotaler, but the Bible doesn't show that. So we try to be biblical in all what we do. And then if our neighbors are same-sex couples, it gives us a chance to really talk about, well, of all the friends that you have are same-sex couples, how has that worked out for them? Mm -hmm. How much destruction and hurt and pain are you seeing? And even though you think you have this temptation that you have to give way to, you don't. You have the ability. And if you think you don't have the ability, accept Christ and he'll give you the Holy Spirit that will get you to have power over your temptations. And everybody has temptations. What do we do with them is the big question. So because we yeah, as to, Christians- to, 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 Tonight's Pentecost. So uh, yeah, we're all gonna be celebrating that here this weekend. <laughs> that's right. And having that rain down on us, that mm -hmm. Holy Spirit, you know, cause second Corinthians or first Corinthians uh, um, 317 for the spirit is the Lord and where the spirit of the Lord is, for the Lord is the spirit, and where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. Mm -hmm. So we don't have license. We can't be licentious in what we're doing, but we have true freedom when we're living according with, accordance with the Bible. Mm -hmm. So because of that, we don't share, we, we try to have a share healthcare be as um, biblically responsible as possible. We don't share in abortions. We don't share in abortifacients. We don't spare, share in the gender destruction uh, care that they're talking about now because we know those things are not good for people right and one of the main things that christ told us to do is love one another well we aren't going to help people with a destructive life mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. that's that's basically um the reason that so many people are coming over it works it works very simply uh works affordably and people enjoy it i, I believe rick you and your family are members yep that no question yet and uh and uh when we switched over, it was interesting. Um, I, I, like you said, it the, the felt freedom, <laughs> right? Is that we weren't trapped into going to the big pharma way of 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 of, of tackling our healthcare is, is a big part of what this is about. I was also thinking about even people that have, if they have decent insurance through a company that's paying a big percentage of it, are some people using the supplemental? Supplemental, or a lot of times an employer will say, well. Uh, if just you are on our health care, you're free. Right, right. But then you pay for your family. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times people will, will split it out that way. So yeah, I'll just sense. stay on the one with my um, insurer, my help, my employer for free. And me and my family will join share health care. Right. Because it doesn't cost them anymore. And then, as you mentioned, some people do choose to do it as a, a supplemental as well. You know, I'm, I'm over 65. And so I have Medicare, I, I could do 
something else, but I like having shared healthcare. Yeah, and I was just thinking about that because then, then you have the choice of being able to go to natural doctors uh, for a big event right. or anything like that. So or that's, a, that's outside what I'm Yeah. You know, most people don't know that their insurance doesn't go outside the U.S. and neither does Medicare or Medicaid. Mm -hmm. uh, they'll repatriate you. That is, if you have a problem over there, they'll bring you back here. But if you wanted to stay there like missionaries or you're just on vacation and you don't want to come back here for your care, you can have care elsewhere. I mean, share healthcare is global. Uh, we give you choices. Yeah, that's awesome. That's a, that's another point. Good point is the, is the 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 international aspect of this. If you have a special treatment that you only can get in a certain country, uh, you can go there for that type of stuff, right? And so that that's a that is a real key. Yeah. So um, I'm excited about it, and I just want to make sure people understand that there's various ways you can use this as just a supplemental to make sure you have that choice later. Um, to replace your insurance uh, um, completely, it's it's just different. Hey, what percentage were you saying that the average, you know, contract of a of a of an insurance company does not pay of submitted expenses? Weren't you saying something like that? You mean that the literal a real health insurance company, how much they don't pay? Yeah, yeah. I I think it's thirty seven. I'm not looking at those notes that I have on that. But I think it's thirty-seven percent of all their bills that they leave with the, the insured, mm -hmm. and that's called a balance bill. And we don't do balance billing. Mm -hmm. You know, we'll work it. We'll do. Well, we get great reductions. Mm -hmm. We have reductions. About fifty to sixty percent of all the bill is reduced. But if if there um, isn't a part that's reduced, we share that so that our members will not have a balance bill because that's that's what they want to be sharing about. Okay. You know, it's that, that number that I mentioned, the 149, 249, 349. With that, the person will have a $1,000 personal responsibility per event. So whatever course of treatment, whatever diagnostic path, you know, you, you go to the doctor, he says he's worried, you get blood test, you get an MRI, you then have a course of treatment for a couple of years. Well, you would only pay 1,000 of that. We have no per event limit. We have no um, annual limit, we have no lifetime limit. So there are no such things as balanced bills with us, uh, which is different than insurance companies. I think that was, I believe that was uh, Johns Hopkins that had done that study not too long ago, maybe two, three months ago. All right, all right. So I think Pam's got her hand up. Is it something quick, Pam? Yeah, just somebody was asking if, um, if Medicare was gonna cooperate with the um, sure, healthcare. Yeah. Well, Medicare doesn't cooperate with this, but um, like many of the other healthcare sharing ministries, one, if a person doesn't, if, if a person has a religious objection to any sort of government healthcare, such as Medicare, they don't have to be a part of Medicare. But like the other healthcare sharing ministries, if a person is part of Medicare, like myself, and Medicare will pay for it, then that's what I've been paying in all the 50 years that I've been working. And so I would first place it with Medicare, but the part that Medicare does not take care of, and I think that's that's what Rick was saying, well, some people use it as a supplemental. Right. I try to avoid those type of insurance issues, but let's just say the body of Christ will help you with that part that Medicare doesn't pay for. Right. All right, well, thank you so much, Mike. Really appreciate it. I think we're gonna have you come on uh, once a month, and so if you guys all capture questions from people, and uh, we'll get those answered each time you come on. 
Well, and hopefully I'll be more adept at uh, using my computer the next time. <laughs> all right, you take care. God bless you. Thanks so much. Thank you. That's all, all right. time. Gosh. All right, hey guys, I just want that's an important thing for me is to really uh, make sure that uh, people understand different alternatives, especially when I felt uh, learned how evil the medical cartel is and how uh, how much side effects these this uh, the, the, these these uh, big pharma drugs have and and that's what they're trained in. That's what the doctors are trained in. So anyway, I thought this was a great great way to move into a different direction. Um, here's another exciting thing. Here's a fluoride lawsuit against the EPA, alleged corruption, shocking under oath federal statements. So if this if this goes through, it could be illegal for them to put fluoride in our water. Thank goodness this is like it's it's literally a toxic poison, right? That they just because it gives you less cavities. Yeah, okay, so you have less cavities when you're when you're as the rest of your body's dying from fluoride poisoning, right? It's a slow way to destroy your health. That's why you shouldn't be using fluoride toothpaste, in my opinion. Do your own research, but guys, this is a, this could be a big deal. Um, the Fluoride Action Network sued the Environmental Protection Agency under a Toxic Substance Control Act of 2017, and it appeared to be nearing its conclusion. Under the act, citizens can challenge the EPA in court when the agency rejects a petition or ban to or regulate the toxic substance. The fans' suit is the first of the in the 44-year history of of the act to actually get to trial so anyway so we can be lifting that up in prayer as well i am going to move to a teaching and just talk uh, more about pentecost i think it's a beautiful thing and we're gonna, then we'll move into a beautiful praise and prayer time um i read through the uh, feast of the lord here on leviticus 23 yesterday and uh, talked a lot about the the feast of first fruits and the feast of weeks is what the uh, so um You'll see Savuot, that's how it's pronounced uh, when you go go do it correctly. A lot of people mispronounce that, but Savuot means weeks, right? So that's what the Pentecost is. And so you go back to the Old Testament. This goes dates all the way back to the book of Leviticus. And uh, it's kind of interesting when it says, it is a for statute forever in all your dwelling places, right? So even though Christ is a new covenant, I still believe that we should understand um, these feast days that are that are critical, right? Um, these feast days are important to, to the Lord, so they should be important to us. And we're going to talk about obviously the, the what happened on Pentecost when Jesus, um, after Jesus had died, and, and it's a real important thing to to dig into. If you look at the Feast of Weeks again, Shavuot, Pentecost, Shavuot means weeks. We reviewed this the other day, but it starts tonight. In fact, in, you know, I'm in Dallas live here, and it's still light, but at and in, I don't know, next hour or so, it starts. That's when uh, that would start, and it would go over to um, tomorrow being the main day and, uh, and, and on the 27th. And so you see the festival or reaping it's talked about. And again, this was a pilgrimage feast, so they'd have to go all the way back to Israel for Pentecost. You can see Jesus going back. Um, and you obviously the, the disciples were in that area when the Holy Spirit fell. Pentecost means 50. They count... Counting the Omar for those seven weeks, 49 days before that 50th day, you have the celebration. It's gonna, it really points to the whole Holy Spirit. Um, and there's a lot of scriptures we can dig into to talk about that. So I just want to dig into a few of those. And I'm not gonna dig into all of them. But again, if it comes down to these, uh, the, these Passover, unleavened bread, and first fruits were, were 50 days ago, and Pentecost starts tonight right and uh, then you're going to have like seven months till the next feast 
So this is a big, you know, three or four days. Sometimes God acts in a big way on this feast. Obviously, he acted hugely um, at the time of Christ. And um, there's one other chart. I probably have to scroll a little bit. Oh, no, here it is. This is this will work. Um, so the Passover, you know, is really poignant. So, so Jesus fulfilled all the feasts, right? That's one thing you got to understand is that when he did the Last Supper, right, and uh, died, on, you see that Jesus' death was, was all pointing toward he was the Passover land. He was like inspected. Remember all those court cases he had? He was inspected just like a, the lamb would be. The blood of the lamb uh, saved them from death, right? It's the 14th of Nisan. And by Jesus' blood, we were saved. And so that was what Passover is about. And then unleavened bread is about when um, Jesus, through sinless dies, though sinless, dies and is buried, right? The yeast representing sin is cleansed from the, the homes. It's basically, you know, that was nailed at the cross. We're cleansed. That was that bad. And then first fruits is all about um, presented the first fruits of the barley harvest. It was the Sabbath after the Passover. And Jesus is the first to conquer death. He gives eternal life. And then obviously he, he showed himself to over 500 people for those four, for, for like 40 days. And then he ascended, right? And then what happened at Pentecost, right? That's what we're going to talk about right now. But the Feast of Weeks, again, uh, the, the, this uh, Shavuot, dedicated the, the wheat harvest 50 days later. There's a Pentecost right there. The Holy Spirit comes on believers and 3,000 people were saved. The Holy Spirit came and began a harvest of souls. And that's when the church age started. So this is an exciting time when we dig into this. And um, if I get into some more scripture that kind of points toward this in back Exodus, it says, Now, when all the people saw the thunder and the flashes of lightning and the sound of the trumpet and the mountain smoking, the people were afraid and trembled. And they stirred far off and said to Moses, You speak to us and we will listen, but do not let God speak to us lest we die. Right? This is the power of God talking when he gave the Ten Commandments. Um, a, lot of people, a lot of the celebration during this time period, they read about the Ten Commandments. And uh, Moses said to the people, Do not fear, for God has come to test you, that the fear of him may be before you, that you may not sin. The people stood far off while Moses drew near to the thick darkness where God was. Again, another thing that's celebrated on um, the Passover in the Jewish um, traditions. And then Jeremiah talks about, For this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel, after those days, declared the Lord, I will put my law within them and I will write it on their hearts and I will be their God and they shall be my people. And I believe that writing on the heart is all about the Holy Spirit coming into us. That's what happened on Pentecost over 2,000 years ago during that uh, time that Jesus was fulfilling the law, fulfilling the feasts. And it's an exciting time. And we see um, the promise of the Holy Spirit he talks about in Acts 1. Right, in the first book, O Theophilus, and this is, a, and this is a, the book of Acts that Luke, the doctor, wrote. It was very specific on dates and everything. I have dealt with that. I have dealt with all that Jesus began to do and teach until the day when he was taken up after he had given commands through the Holy Spirit to the apostles whom he had chosen. He presented himself alive to them after his sufferings from many proofs, appearing to them during the 40 days and speaking about the kingdom of God. So that 40 days between his death and resurrection. And, and so after he's read, he had 40 days 
And so it was during this, you know, 49 days of this uh, Omer type period is when Jesus was appearing as the resurrected Christ. Can you imagine that? And while staying that with them, he ordered them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, you heard from me, for John baptized with water, but you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit, not many days from now. And that's what's going to happen on Pentecost, right? So this is uh, Luke, Luke talking about this. And then they, he obviously ascended um, into heaven. But it, again, it talks about how important the Holy Spirit's going to be. You can go read that details. All this will be in the show notes. But I wanted to kind of finish with this. This is Acts. And this is really the coming of the Holy Spirit where it actually happened. This is quite exciting. When the day of Pentecost arrived, they were all together in one place, and suddenly there came from heaven a sound like a mighty rushing wind, and it filled the entire house where they were sitting. And divided tongues as of fire appeared to them and rested on each of them. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. And we learned that these tongues are literal other languages that the other people that come to get for this pilgrimage holiday. They all come to Jerusalem, right? All these people that speak different languages and they're speaking in their original languages of other people that they didn't even know. Obviously, a supernatural event. That's what God is. He's a supernatural God. He's given us the Holy Spirit. So we are supernatural beings once we've accepted Christ. Now there are, now there were dwelling in Jerusalem Jews, devout men of every nation under heaven, and at the sound, the multitude came together and they were bewildered because each one was hearing them speak in his own language. So all these Jews coming from Jerusalem <laughs> in, that speak all these different languages and they hear these people talking like that. And I think that's going to be one of the miracles that we might get in, as, as we get to the great harvest where literally God will speak through us and we'll be able to speak other people's languages so they can understand or speak in some type of spiritual thing that gets that, that they hear they hear in their language even maybe when it's five people i'm talking five that don't even understand english and they all speak different languages but when i speak they all can understand me there's that may have been what was happening here supernaturally and they were amazed and astonished saying are not all these who are speaking galileans and most galileans only knew greek right Maybe a, maybe a little Aramaic or maybe a little bit Hebrew, but, but uh, they definitely weren't speaking in all these different languages. And how is it that we hear each of us in our own native language? And there's a lot of languages back then. Parthians and Medes and Elamites and residents of Mesopotamia, Judea, Cappadocia, um, Pontus and Asia, um, was it Phrygia and and I can't even pronounce all these, I apologize. Pamphylia, Egypt, and the parts of Libya belong to Cyrene and visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Arabians. We hear them calling in our own tongues the mighty works of God. And all were amazed and perplexed, saying to one another, What does this mean? But others mocking said, they are filled with new wine. And then you hear Peter's sermon where he says, but Peter standing in the, uh, with the 11 lifted up his voices and addressed them, men of Judea and all who dwell in Jerusalem, let this be known to you and give ear to my words. For these people are not drunk as you suppose since it's only the third hour of the day. This is like 9 a.m. Uh, but this is what 
was uttered through the prophet Joel. And I believe this prophet Joel, again, a lot of these prophecies apply to multiple times. And I believe it all applies to today as well as 2,000 years ago. And in the last days, it shall be, God declares, that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh, and your sons and daughters shall prophesy, and your young men shall see see visions, and your old men shall dream dreams. And all, even on my male servants and female servants, in those days I will pour out my spirit, and they shall prophesy. And I will show wonders in the heavens above, and signs on earth below, blood and fire, and vapor of smoke. The sun shall be turned into darkness, and the moon to blood, before the day of the Lord comes, the great and magnificent day. And it shall come to pass that everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. There it is. That is the gospel starting right now. This is the church age that we're in right now. It's also talking about his second coming, where even more amazing things are going to happen. Uh, Men of Israel, hear these words. Jesus of Nazareth, a man attested to you by God with mighty works and wonders and signs that God did through him in your midst, as you yourselves know, this Jesus delivering up according to the definite plan of foreknowledge and God of God you crucified and killed by the hands of lawless men God raised him up loosing the pangs of death because it was not possible for him to be held by it for David says concerning him again again I want to come back remember this is 40 days he he showed himself the resurrected Christ to 500 people showed him when he ascended and then, and that was four, 40 days in between his death, resur- I mean, in between his resurrection and before Pentecost. Now we're on the 50th day. This is what happens tonight at sunset. And tomorrow is the big day, right? It is really the Pentecost that is being celebrated. And uh, so this is Pentecost weekend, it's Memorial Day weekend. What a day to really say, wow, thank you, Lord, for this new covenant. Thank you for the Holy Spirit. And this is talking about just that. And it says, God raised him up, loosing the pangs of death because it was not possible for him to be held by it. That's that's what we that's what we celebrate here is the risen Christ, the empty grave, right? For David says concerning him, I saw the Lord always before me, for he is at my right hand, and I may not be shaken. Therefore my heart was glad, and my tongue rejoiced. My flesh also will dwell in hope. For you will not abandon my soul to Hades or let your Holy One see corruption. You have made known to me the path of life. You will make me the full of gladness with your presence. This is what you, I believe is a big part of, of, of worshiping and praising him that we do on praise and prayer and word and worship is that we get the full of gladness with his presence that comes, the Holy Spirit comes down It's just a a beautiful time. Brothers, I may say to you, with confidence about this patriarch David, that he both died and was buried, and his tomb is with us to this day. Being therefore a prophet, and knowing that God has sworn with an oath to him that he would set one of his descendants on the throne, he foresaw and spoke about the resurrection of the Christ, that he was not abandoned to Hades, nor did his flesh see corruption. This Jesus God raised up, and of that we are all witnesses, being therefore exalted at the right hand of God and having received from the Father the promise of the Holy Spirit. He has poured out this, that you yourselves are seeing and hearing. And that says that miracle is happening right now where they're hearing this all in their own language. 
For David did not ascend into the heavens, but he himself says, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies your first stool. Let all the house of Israel therefore know for certain that God has made him both Lord and Christ, this Jesus whom you crucified. Woo! Can you believe, can you imagine that after these people are uh, really thinking through what just had happened 50 days ago? Now when they heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, Brothers, what shall we do? And Peter said to them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins. You and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. That's a promise right now that we have. Again, he said, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the Holy Spirit. For the promise is for you and for your children and for all who are far off, everyone whom the Lord our God calls to himself. And with many other words, he bore witness and continued to exhort them, saying, and exhort means also encourage them, save yourselves from this crooked generation. So those who received his word were baptized and there were added that day about 3,000 souls. Many people think it's over five or 6,000 because usually they count just the men. But the whole point is, guys, is that this was, this was a, a huge day. This was the day of Pentecost. Um, you can, and here, 50 days after uh, the death and resurrection of our Lord, and what a beautiful time to celebrate his resurrection and understand that. It's a beautiful time to just uh, bask in his love. And that's what we're going to do now. We're going to go right into worshiping him. Again, uh, what we were talking about before, where we can just uh, bask in his presence, right? That we were talking about back here. And it, his, 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 the, the Holy Spirit writes this law in our hearts, right? We have that in us now. It's a beautiful time to just celebrate the Lord God Almighty. And uh, this is, um, this understanding all this just makes you realize how great is our God, right? And so that's the first thing we're gonna sing here. This is the song, How Great Is Our God, and Jeremiah 10, 6 says, There is none like you, O Lord, you are great, and your name is great in mind. You know, only God could have done this. <laughs> Actually dying for all our past, present, and future sins. Wow. The beginning and the end, Revelation 21, 6 says, It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega. I'm the beginning and the end. And it talks about the lion and the lamb. So we see about the lion in Revelation 5, 5. Weep no more. Behold. The line of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has conquered. Revelation 5 5. Then it talks about the Lamb. And he looked and Jesus and he looked at Jesus as he walked by. This is John the Baptist. And he said, Behold, the Lamb of God. John 1 36. And we are obviously going to be looking about how he is the name above all names. That's how we should be praying in that power that he's given us by the blood he shed for us. By that power of his blood and the power of the name above all names. We can pray with authority in Christ. And Philippians 2.9 says, Therefore God has ex highly exalted him 
and bestowed on him the name that is above every name. What an awesome God we have. Let's sing about how great is our God. The splendor of a king Clothed in majesty Let all the earth rejoice All the earth rejoice He wraps himself in light And darkness tries to hide Trembles at his voice, trembles at his voice. How great is our God? Sing with me, how great is our God? And all will see how great, how great is our God.
just worshiping him we just talking about Pentecost and just how awesome he is <laughs> this is another song that talks about our God it talks about our God is greater our God is stronger is higher than any other Psalm 135 says that for I know that the Lord is great and that our Lord is above all gods in Psalm 139, 4 or 5 says, God is higher than anything and anyone, outshining everything you can see in the skies. Who can compare with God? Romans 8, 31 talks about uh, the second verse. If, you, if our God is for us, then who can ever stop us? What can stand against us? So we have the Holy Spirit in us, guys. And I think some of Julie's words are talking about, we just need to align our... The head, which is Christ, the body of Christ needs to be aligned with him. Once we do that, watch out. Those greater works are going to come. The greater, greater reign is going to come. Romans 8.31 says, If God is for us, who can be against us? It says, Water turned to wine. Open the eyes of the blind. Even though you do not believe me, believe the works. This is Jesus talking. That you may know and understand that the Father is in me and I am in the Father. John 10.48 There is no one like you. None like you is the fourth verse that we emphasize. Right out of Psalm 86, 8. There is none like you among the gods, O Lord, nor are there any works like yours. What he did on the Pentecost is amazing, isn't it? What a great promise. The church age has started. Let's worship our God. What are you turned into wine? Open the eyes of the Great. 
none like you among the gods, O Lord, nor are there any works like yours. Psalm 86, 8. is higher than anything and anyone outshining everything you can see in the skies who could compare with God beautiful huh all right we're gonna ask for some anybody that has praise reports and what God's doing in your life after this next song I didn't want to just uh, acknowledge Ken who's uh, on on uh, Facebook and it's just so beautiful to have Ken with us. Um, I know he started, gave us a praise report about uh, the first time he really ever started singing again since his wife had passed over a year ago, was with us here on Praise and Prayer. Such a huge privilege, Ken. And um, I'm not sure what song he was specifically talking about here, but he says, praise, this was my late wife's favorite song by Chris Tomlin. I miss worshiping with her so much. So I think it was that last song. And so, Ken, we just want to say thank you for being with us and uh, praising the Lord again like never before. And uh, we just really appreciate you and appreciate all of you. And we're going to be praying for your specific prayer requests later in the broadcast. But right now we're going to do a little bit more praising and worshiping as the presence falls on us and just talk about um, praise. What's God doing in your life? So let us know via text in Facebook or Rumble or just come to the free platform here you can just create your own account and come to zoom and you can share it live and that would be um going to blessedteach.com into the backstage tab so what used to be 1776 a month but every month and people paid that for years is uh now completely free on the pay forward model like the chosen so you just go to the backstage tab blessedteach.com slash backstage uh we'd love to have you back here in zoom you could create it right now and be back here in two or three minutes pretty cool you'll get the link to the zoom meeting 
Um, but if you have any uh, praise reports, we'd love to hear it right after this song. We're going to be talking. We're going to be right now digging into Rattle. Um, I know. I know this is uh, Pam gets moving on this one. So. <laughs> I love this song. This is the sound of dry bones rattling. Just think about Ezekiel. He brought, he's brought it to that valley of dry bones and. Eventually God sees, starts telling him what to do. And he says, And I prophesied there was a sound, and behold, a rattling. And the bones came together, bone to its bone. And eventually they became this large army. Uh, wow, God can do that. He can do anything, right? And it talks about praise and make a dead man walk again. Open the grave. I'm coming out. I'm going to live again. This song talks about John 11:44 says, The man who had died came out. This is Jesus uh, talking about Lazarus, Jesus said to them, unbind him and let him go. That's resurrection power. And that's the next line. It's talking about resurrection power. There is another miracle here in this room as we just continue to praise him. His presence comes and a Holy Spirit fire falls on us. And they were talking about these things. Jesus himself stood among them and said to them, peace to you. This is one of those 40 days in between. The resurrection of Christ says, peace be to you in Luke. The fourth verse says, Pentecostal fire, stirring something new. You're not going to run out of miracles anytime soon. We're talking about Pentecost. It says, when the day of Pentecost arrived, suddenly there came from heaven a sound like a mighty rushing wind and divided tongues of as a fire rested on each. It's Pentecost weekend. Let's, uh, let's uh, celebrate. Rattle.
Castle Fire coming. salvation, my stronghold. Prophesy over these bones and say to them, O dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Woo, it's Pentecost right now. We're celebrating. Isn't that exciting? And um, right at dusk here tonight, Pentecost starts for celebration of that. Many uh, people that celebrate that uh, holiday specifically with the Jewish tradition are having all kinds of uh, celebrations right now together so we just say uh, so view out all you uh, that are celebrating and um, it's a time for us as Christians as well just to celebrate this uh, falling of the Holy Spirit on us the church age start how exciting is that and we just want to ask anybody that wants to share any praise reports at all I'm gonna share mine right now what a what a beautiful week if you just think back of this, if you're watching the show and you missed uh, the guests that we had Tuesday and Wednesday, wow, go back and watch those. Um, we had this amazing time with uh, Mary Crowley on Tuesday where we just got to get an update. We're going to be going to the June 2nd and 3rd um, event called Open the Heavens and it's gonna be in South Dakota, and then we're gonna be going, which is near Mount Rushmore. But uh, she started prophesying over everybody that had their camera on backstage. It was a beautiful time. Many things, there's no way she, she didn't even know some of these people and said some some very personal things from the Lord, prophetic words over people. It was amazing, and it was over this ministry as well. So if you get a chance uh, to look at that, um, make sure you go back to that and then, then we had amanda grace on last night she had to she had a kind of an urgent phone call so it started a little bit later 
so you go later in that video you just see a beautiful time with Amanda really seeing what's going on with her ministry understanding um, she kind of preluded a little bit to the Word of God that she uh, released today but what a beautiful time and what a privilege to have these people and then today I got a I was lifting weights getting and got a call from 107 <laughs> I mean uh, just it's amazing uh, the privilege that Gus and I and others have been able to be part of this movement and be able to meet these these awesome people of God that are really putting their whole life on the line and uh, to really understand what they're going through and but they, but every for every one of these people are just sold out for Christ sold out for the Lord and they know that the way we're going to be saved is not through Donald Trump that uh, God's going to use Donald Trump but it's going to be the mighty hand of the Lord and what a privilege for us to be alive at this time and see this happen see this several thousand year old um, strategy if you will of, of Satan to use the secret societies to just overtake everything he knew he couldn't do it by armies he tried that so many times in the Old Testament right he was trying to take over all the time and uh, God would just thralt every attempt Right, only until he was punishing the Israeli people, and then even then, he restored them. And so, and then they, when they thought they defeated him, all of a sudden the bones started rattling. I guess the stone was rolled away, and all of a sudden there's an empty grave. <laughs> what a beautiful time to be alive, huh? To be able to see this new strategy of of Satan coming through secret societies and trying to take over all seven mountains of cultural influence and destroying us and put totalitarian um, and destroy the country, destroy everything, and we get to see that get reversed in the days of Haman on them. What a beautiful time! That's what I'm. That's what I'm uh, excited about. Uh, but, but Linda, you had something to share as well. Go ahead. Praise put that I'm on here. <laughs> All right, we're so happy to have you, Linda. <laughs> It's so awesome to see. I, I, another praise is to see Pam dance to rattle. I'm gonna play, I want to play that song almost every week. <laughs> so, so it's awesome. So we, we just love it back here. So hey, join us backstage, by the way. You can get here for free. Get your Zoom account, come back. You can praise with us Mondays, Thursdays, and then Friday and on Sunday, we're doing Word and Worship. Friday at five o'clock at the normal time we start. And uh, Gus and I are teaching on the book of John at that time, and then you'll have Q&A afterwards. And then also uh, this Sunday, we'll be going over Daniel 4. Um, and it's a beautiful, beautiful uh, chapter that we'll be digging into this weekend. Um, but hey, let's continue to praise here. And we're going to now move to your prayer requests. So we want your prayer requests. Let us know what we can pray. And obviously, if anybody has praise reports, we would love to hear that as well. But would love to uh, get your prayer. So I... Um, all right, let's dig into uh, another beautiful song. What I love about and this is this is what Gus and I were talking about. We need Gus. Gus suggested you reason when you sing a song, you really should understand what scriptures it's pointing to. That's really when the spirit comes into you, right? So let's get our our um, the eyes of our heart open, and that's what this song does it perfectly, right? Ephesians 1:18 it points to it says having the eyes of your hearts enlightened that you may know what is the hope which he has called you. He's called us all for this such a time as this. And the second verse says, to see you high and lifted up, shining in the light of your glory. So it happened when Jesus ascended, we just talked about, right? 
Isaiah 57 talks about, For thus says the one who is high and lifted up, who inhabits eternity, whose name is holy. In Matthew 7, 2, it says, And he, Jesus, was transfigured before them, and his face shone like the sun, and his garments became as white as light. That's at the Mount of Transfiguration. Woo! Pour out your power and love. Ephesians 1, 19 says, And what is the immeasurable greatness of his power toward us who believe, according to the working of his great might? And 1 John 4, 8, Anyone who does not love does not know God. Because God is love. As we sing, holy, 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 Isaiah and Revelation says, holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. Open the eyes of our hearts. We want to see things for the way they really are. Open our eyes. Open the eyes of my heart, Lord. Open the eyes of my heart. Lift it up, let me hear you.
about ready to get into prayer, praying for you, praying for what you need prayer for, what you think we should pray for. So uh, get your prayer request in right after this song. We're going to lift those up. But first, we're going to bless the Lord. First, uh, first verse on this talks about, bless the Lord, O my soul. I worship your holy name. Psalm 103 talks about that. Bless the Lord, O my soul. And all that is within me, bless his holy name. The second verse here talks about you are rich in love and slow to anger. AM 1-3 talks about that. It says the Lord is slow to anger and great in power. <laughs> Your name is great, this song talks about. There's none like you, O Lord. You are great and your name is great in might. Jeremiah 10-6. And it talks about sing like never before, O my soul. Worship his holy name. Psalm 34 says, Sing praises to the Lord, O you saints, and give thanks to his holy name. What a beautiful song. Let's worship to it. Bless the Lord, O my soul, O my soul, worship his holy Keep on singing 
songs we're going to get into a few prayer requests right now i mean prayer um, requests that we're going to pray for here with the warriors these prayer warriors that are backstage um so we'll get into that in just a second i want to just kind of read a couple things i know there was a praise i missed earlier where charlotte saying god always has an answer before 
for the problem. And she says, praise for God for his remnant. <laughs> Thank Charlotte for that. It's a good point. And then we had Ken, and I think this was during the song. Um, no, where was that? I'm going, I'm going up. I scrolled down. Open eyes in my heart. He says, I get a rush out of the Holy Spirit when this song is on. Hallelujah. Praise the Lamb of God, says Ken McAllister. <laughs> that was pretty cool. John's on from Florida. We appreciate you being out here too. Patsy says, I love this song also. And um, I think these were earlier songs. And Debbie was saying, love this song. So beautiful. I think that that was, oh, our God. But uh, thank you guys for your comments. Rumble Ranters. Remember, you can hit um, chat live chat and come on there. You're not very active today tonight. And let us know what you want prayer for or what we should be praying for, right? Those are some of the things. So let's get to a couple of these. There's, I think we have several of them back here. Um, the first one I think we had was die. So, uh, so if you wouldn't mind taking this, Pam says, I could do with some prayers, please. Really not feeling very well at all right now. Had sinus pain all day and sore throat. Thank you. Dies all the way in England. Go ahead, Pam. Heavenly Father, we thank you and we praise you. And we ask in the name of Jesus, for by his stripes we are healed, that you will die Fully and completely, head to toe, bottom, top, inside and out, mind, body, spirit, and soul. In Jesus' name. Amen. All right. And uh, then we have um, the next one I see is Terry. If Gus, if you wouldn't mind taking this. My Adrian son made it through his surgery, but please pray for his speedy and complete recovery and healing. Adrian. Right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Terry's, Terry's Adrian. Abba Father, we come before you, Lord, and we know we have this confidence in you that if we pray according to your will, then you hear us, Lord. And we always pray according to your will. Your your will is defined by your word, Lord. You told us we're to agree on anything on earth. It'll be done for us. I'm asking my brothers and sisters backstage here and all across the platforms to agree with this prayer that Adrian would have a speedy recovery. And not just a speedy recovery, Lord. Let it be so well defined that it's no doubt it's it's the touch of your hand, Lord, that brought this recovery. We pray this in the name of Jesus Christ. Let us let this be done for the glory of the Father through the Son. Amen. 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 Thank you, Gus. And Thank a lot you. of people are saying in agreement. We're getting all kinds of in agreements. Um, that's that's awesome. And uh, Lindell, I don't know if you wanted to pray, but if, um, if you're okay praying, we have this next one, which is Terry. Now that was Terry. It's Patriot Bird. Where'd that go? Please pray for JD. His back is bothering JD. him. He thinks he pulled a muscle, but not sure. JD, do you mind praying for him, Linda? Yes. Sure. Dear, dear Heavenly Father, Lord, we just come before you, Lord. We uh, lift up JD to you, Lord. Lord, your love is overwhelming, Lord, and you care about uh, every situation, Lord. 
Lord JD's uh, back is um, is uh, in your hands, Lord, and we lift that up and ask you, Lord, for you to just touch him in a miraculous way, Lord. Lord, it's by your stripes that we are healed, Lord. Lord, you came to uh, uh, to to heal us and in every way that uh, there is, Lord, spiritually, physically, and emotionally, Lord. And uh, we just pray for all those uh, aspects of JD's life, Lord, that uh, that you would touch uh, JD uh, by just your miraculous touch. We ask this in the name of Jesus, who shed his blood for us to bring deliverance uh, to us in in this aspect uh, in jesus name amen 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 i love it love it. we have some men back here praying as well it's awesome <laughs> to see that we had uh jeremiah on uh on the pcr earlier today which is beautiful gus wasn't it and uh, yes see, it was yeah so it's, it's just cool it to see was. see the time that so we do that every thursday uh morning at 11 a.m cst and then Tuesday night, we pray for the children and other things as well. Um, but uh, see if I'm missing any prayer requests, let me know. Please, oh, here it is. Uh, Kate, so we have one more for you, Linda. This is, I'm gonna copy it over here. To Let me get this over here. On Rumble, KYZ Rumble. So KYZ, please pray for, is it ten, tendonitis? Tendonitis and station tube dysfunction. Woo, those are tough words for me, Linda. <laughs> so, does anybody know? Can anybody explain those a little bit more? Anybody know what? Uh, I think ten tendonitis is where it's spinning in your ear, right? And I think ringing that, in your ear, I believe. Yeah, ringing in your ear. And I my wife had tendonitis for a while. It was horrible, and she would actually be spinning, right? And so, uh, and and then uh, institution tube dysfunction. I think that has to do with the with your ear, ears as well. So would you just pray for healing for her, um, Linda? If I use him right, let this, um, her, this, um, daughter to you, I, I command in Jesus' name, or the, her, um, illness your daughter is going through, Father, I command it to be healed, to be healed right now. And Jesus, I'm, I'm gonna thank your hands off her, she's not yours, she's God's child. Leave her alone. I command this in Jesus' name. Lord, thank you for our sister in Christ. Heal her. In Jesus' name, my name, praise this and amen and amen. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah. It's KYZ. Yeah, I know that ringing in the ear somebody was saying too. Anne was saying uh, backstage. How beautiful. I see uh, Peggy saying, I pray for the fivefold ministries to spread far and wide even in the little town of Webster City, Iowa. I love that, Peggy. <laughs> we pray that well. I'm going to lift that up. Heavenly Father, just thank you for Webster City, Iowa, and all the small towns across the U.S. and the world. Lord, uh, may your Holy Spirit fire fall down on them and all these fivefold ministries spread and that where your um, Holy Spirit fire will be seen and known and your glory will be showing through all of us, Lord. We submit ourselves to you. Let the fire rain down on us, Lord. We say these in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Uh, with that, Amen. we're, we're going to continue to to worship. We were talking about how awesome Pentecost was. And uh, what we're looking at now is mighty to save. 
Um, this song is awesome. When you really look at it, it talks about Zephaniah 3.17, which says, The Lord your God is in your midst, a mighty one who will save. Yeah, when they can imagine when Jesus was being crucified with all the disciples were thinking. Right? But here you go, and it says, He rose and conquered the grave. And uh, 1 Corinthians talks about this beautifully. It talks about Christ died for our sins in accordance with the scriptures, that he was buried, that he was raised on the third day, and that he appeared to Cephas, who's Peter, then to the twelve. Then he appeared to more than 500 brothers at one time. Most of them are still alive when this was when the book of Corinthians was being written by, by Paul. Isn't that just amazing? This is what we're celebrating on Pentecost, guys, is that resurrection power and the 40 days of showing himself. And then, obviously, the Pentecostal fire falling 50 day, on the fifth day 50. That's today, Pentecost. Shine your light and let the whole world see, this song talks about. And that's what it's really, uh, this all comes back to us letting the glory of the God show through us, the light that the Lord, the Holy Spirit's in us. Let's show that to the world. And it says, you are a light of the world. A city set on a hill cannot be hidden. Let your shine, your light shine before others. Because why? You're mighty to save.
Risen King. That's what we're celebrating here. I'm going to uh, I'm going to dress up that was uh, something that was not happy on Facebook a little bit. But first, I'm going to talk about this praise. Look at this KYZ, who we just prayed for, says praise report. You prayed for my son to get a job. He did, and he has health care. Woo! <laughs> that's awesome. So that's uh, always awesome to see. I, I can't tell you how many. Um, you know, fulfilled praise reports. We probably need to have a better way of tracking that. Probably need to get a volunteer into the ministry that can track all this because it's quite exciting to see what's happening. And uh, we're just so thrilled. Helps build our faith. Yes. Right? It does. It's a beautiful thing, isn't it? Uh, Amen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so you have that uh, nicotine gum there, uh, uh, Gus. <laughs> I do. <laughs> we were just talking. I do. I do. <laughs> we were just talking about that. Somebody was t talking, uh, typing that on Rumble about uh, maybe that would help with the tendonitis that helped uh, Dr. Artis's wife. So anyway, we have. That's right. It did. Yeah. So the I think the patches that they're talking about days of Elijah was uh, nicotine patches, like 12 milligram patches. He cuts a bend this like pieces where those two milligrams a piece is what Dr. Artis does. Gus and I chew the gum. That's what, what we're doing. But um, anyway, so thank you so much for that. Oh, I love that. See what uh, Charlotte's got something here. But when the truth giving spirit comes, he will unveil the reality of every truth within you. He won't speak, I guess it says, on his own, but only what he hears from the Father, and he will reveal prophetically to you what is to come. John 16, 13. Yes, and Kathy reminded me also that a big celebration part of Pentecost is um, the time of, of the Ten Commandments. I read a little bit of that during the teaching where they were all so scared to say, Moses, you talk to us. Don't let God talk to us. We're afraid we're going to die. It's like, <laughs> that's a little bit too much glory for me right now. So, uh, <laughs> but uh, we're going to get into some more. Um, we're going to get into some more. Oh, yeah, I wanted to address somebody was upset on uh, Facebook talking about the, some of the uh, prophecies they fill or unfilled. And I'm telling you guys right now, with the advanced technologies have and the way they've taken over all seven mountains, including Hollywood, they can play a movie almost on anything, right? Such as Biden being the real Biden and such as uh, King Charles being the real king. I really believe those things will be revealed as, as false and you'll see that in reality. So be careful of living by sight and by the prophets of Baal and what the liars on the mainstream media are telling you. Um, there's a lot of information out there about the fake king. There's a lot of information out there about Biden and his ears and, and who he really is. So um, there's tons of stuff that are going to be happening that are going to be exciting. So the glory's coming in. What you have there is a huge spirit of deception. That's what's out there right now. They took over all seven mountains and they're trying to put deception over us. And they're trying to make us so depressed and giving up hope. And that's exactly what Satan wants you to do is give up hope and fall into fear and live by sight and fear versus faith. So again, as I talk about almost every day, live by faith, not sight, not the prophets of Baal, not what's going on in this fake movie they're putting on. Live by faith and not fear. And uh, you guys really enjoy this. And uh, remember, you can't ignore, when you look at a prophet, hundreds of true prophecies 
as well as their fruits. The primary test in the New Testament for a prophet is their fruits. So uh, look at that. Look at the beautiful job that some of these uh, the, the, these people that are giving their words are. Number one, they're massively consistent on how God's going to do this. And number two, I said it's the great exodus or the second exodus. And they're also extremely consistent on they're getting out there. They're praying for people and miracles will happen right in front of Gus and I's eyes, right? So uh, we see the fruits of this going on Amen. right now. Yeah, Just kind of want to address that real quick and let everybody know that we love them. And I know it's frustrating for some people, all right? It's uh, definitely, definitely frustrating. But this is a time to just live by faith, get close to the Lord like never before. That's what we're doing this for, praise and prayer and word and worship four, t- four days a week so that you can have uh, these beautiful songs and just rest in them and rest in them. So if you have any other prayer requests, let us know. We're going to dig into some more singing before we, we wrap her up. If you, we would love to pray for you. Go ahead. Oh, I just have to pray this Pentecost and here I am in a different position and my dining room light makes it look like I got the glory behind Yeah, you said you got angelic uh, on your... Yeah. <laughs> And um, it's it's just I've been getting a lot of time with the Lord lately. Mm-hmm. Um, things I'm doing for a class, and um, it's just been amazing. Some of the stuff that I found in my grandmother's Bible. I found my grandma's Bible. The words are bigger. It has built-in concordance, index, and all kinds of stuff that I didn't have in my Bible. So yeah. it's really blessed. Awesome. Awesome. Keeping that word, that is that is a key thing that we can have right now. Charlotte says, we have to keep our eyes on Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. Right? What's the what's the King James version say there? What's it, what's that? The, what would you always say, Gus? He's the author and finisher oh. of our of our salvation. Is that right? Or <laughs> it's awesome stuff. Uh, yeah. You know what I feel like? It's on my heart heavy, so if I can uh, indulge here a minute. You know, I'm sitting here, we're singing these songs and praising God, and the world's indoctrinated so much that it, you know, it seems kind of hokey and weird. But we're praising the God that created everything we see and even the things that we don't see. And we've really been indoctrinated in many cases to believe that the Bible's about a laundry list of things that we have to do to please God so that he'll like us. And the only issue with that is, of course, is the word of God. So I would encourage everybody to just, he wants to speak to us through his word on an individual basis. And there's all kinds of stories throughout the Bible where humans fail repeatedly over and over again. And a loving God comes to the rescue it's not a it's not a book of stories of good men or good people it's it's a book about a loving god that laid out this plan long ago that he would send his son and rescue us and he just he wants to let his love flow through each of us to this dying world out there it's it's all good so if anybody's out there thinking well i can't come to god you just mentioned about moses they wanted moses to talk to god well they probably thought well i'm not good enough to talk to god god wants to talk to all of us he wants us to come as we are so that he can 
he can more or less prove himself through us. And, and it's when, when we can't do it ourselves, we've exhausted everything, no matter what it is, because we're all suffering through something, you know, or have things in our life that, that we want to do better at. But uh, it's really, you got to look at the Bible and read it through a lens of a loving God trying to encourage us and and change us, transform us by the renewing of our minds mm -hmm. through the Word. Amen. Amen. That's the beautiful thing about the Word is it has plenty of it in there to help us do that just that. And uh, Amen. I mean, we're going to go right now to Holy is the Lord and another deep worship song. And we're going to pray for Days of Elijah, for her, Ten Nadas as well. Um, and then we will have any other prayer requests. So if you have any other prayer requests, make sure you get those in. Um, this song, again, I love these deep worship songs. It's like, and mix them up with those crazy songs like Rattle and uh, others, uh, like Raise a Hallelujah, all those. But holy is the Lord God Almighty. The earth is filled with his glory. <laughs> Isn't that just true? And these Isaiah and Revelation verses that talk about holy, holy, holy is a Lord of hosts. The whole earth is filled of his glory. And the Revelation gets into the, the Lamb of God, the line, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. Second verse we emphasize in the song is for the joy of the Lord is our strength. How great and awesome is he. Nehemiah 8.10 says, And do not be grieved. This is what Gus was just talking about. For the joy of the Lord is your strength. And uh, Psalm 47.2 talks about, For the Lord Most High is awesome. He is a great king over all the earth. And the third verse that we emphasize in here is, And together we sing. Everyone sing. And that's right out of Psalm 96. Where it says, Oh, sing to the Lord a new song. Sing to the Lord, all the earth. <laughs> Can you imagine that when we get to see that? All the earth. In Ephesians 5, 19, addressing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Singing and making melody to the Lord with your heart. Let's do that now. Let's sing and make melody to the Lord with our heart. Because holy is the Lord. We stand and lift up our hands For the joy of the Lord is our strength We bow down and worship Him now How great, how awesome is He And together we
my thing off the screen before we get to that song I wanted to dig into um, just lifting this up I say I see Charlotte put the KJV looking unto Jesus the author and finish of our faith who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross despised the despising the shame and it always cuts off a line I hate it when it has this little reply button that cuts it off and it's set down at the right hand of the throne of God um, beautiful and um, that's that scripture and I see Anne saying in the mighty name of Jesus I pray for all the B2 family of God to be healed by the great physician who sent the word and healed their diseases and saved them from destruction Psalm 107:20. amen says uh, and from Rumble Rants, I love it. So we want to, Gus, if you wouldn't mind lifting up, there's somebody from Rumble Rants, um, Days of Elijah. I think she's been here several times. I think it's a she. But the prayer request is about tendonitis again. I don't know if I can, you can see it on there. If I, let me see if I can find it real quick. There it is. I'm suffering from a very bad tendonitis for three years. It made me needing special care. So it looks like that. there's been several people that have had that. So maybe we lift up that. And I can't remember the other person that was having the tendonitis as well. Well, K KYZ. KYZ, I think it was. Yeah. You're in the right place for special care. Because there's no care that's more special than Jesus Christ. So, Father God, uh, but we pray for KYZ. Who I'm praying for? Um, yeah, and uh, but the main person that just was saying this now is uh, Days of Elijah. Days of Elijah. <laughs> Father God, we pray for this soul right here, Lord. They've suffered three years with tinnitus, ringing in the ears, maybe imbalance, uh, and it can be tormenting, Lord. So we pray right now in the name of Jesus Christ, Lord, that your Holy Spirit 
at the sound of my voice speaking your will lord over this person lord that you would pour your holy spirit into them and that you would overflow them lord and they'd feel the warmth of your spirit traveling through their ears that they'd feel the healing power the anointing of your holy spirit that they would feel the anointing on them lord and that they would be healed in jesus name every bit whole yes. amen amen all right we're going to end it with a beautiful song and this is all about uh just focused on jesus you know the passover lamb the one who uh, left to the father so they could send the holy spirit on pentecost but if we just focus on him things get a lot better that's why this song is called Nothing Else. And it just talks about, I just want you, nothing else, Jesus, nothing else will do. 1 John 4, 18 and 19 says, There is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. We love him because he first loved us. Then Jesus said, If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Matthew 16, 24. The second verse here talks about, I'm caught up in your presence. I just want to sit here at your feet. Deuteronomy 33 talks about that. All his saints are in your hand. They sit down at your feet. It also reminds me of Martha when she's wiping her, using her tears, I think it was, on Jesus' feet. It says, rejoice in Christ Jesus. We have no confidence in the flesh and have no confidence in the flesh. That's Philippians 3.3. 3. Let me get into this next verse. That's about Jesus, you don't owe me anything. I just want you. Boy, if we could all have that attitude. Because in Romans 3, we know for all we've all sinned and fall short of the glory of God. That's why he doesn't owe us anything, right? But we do know in Deuteronomy 6, 5, that if we just do this, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength just focus on Jesus and nothing else I'm caught up in your presence I just want to sit here at your feet I'm caught up in this holy moment I never want to leave Oh, I'm not here for blessings Jesus, you don't owe me anything More than anything that you can do I just want you I'm sorry When I've just gone through the motions I'm sorry When I just sang another song Take me back to where we started I open up my heart
Oh. 
one more song in here this is raise a hallelujah celebrating uh, Pentecost and when we say we raise a hallelujah it's a compound word hallelujah means a joyous praise in song and Yah refers to Yahweh or God so you put it together hallelujah means we joyfully praise God in song and Psalm 95 1 says that Oh, come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us make a joyful no- noise to the rock of our salvation. <laughs> it talks about in the presence of our enemies. I know we have a lot of enemies right now they do, that do not like the creation of God. Psalm 23.5 talks about that. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overfloweth. So right now in the presence of our enemies, right now, everything's going bad. Don't worry. Our weapon is a melody. He appointed those who were to sing to the Lord and praise him in holy attire as they went before the army. And when they began to sing and praise, the Lord sent an ambush against them who had come against Judah so that they were routed. And they all helped destroy one another. All started with the praise band in front of the army. It ends with... It's fourth, fourth verse we emphasize is heaven comes to fight for me. So Deuteronomy 3.22 says, You shall not fear them, for it is the Lord your God who fights for you. So it's going to happen right now. Let's raise a hallelujah about it. I raise a hallelujah In the presence of my enemies I raise a hallelujah Louder than the unbelief I raise a hallelujah My weapon is a melody I raise a hallelujah Joyful noise to the rock of our salvation.
prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. up our night tonight for praise and prayer really appreciate you guys being here invite you to come backstage again that is now a pay forward model so you can come back absolutely free um, again now you just go to blessedteach.com blessed is the number two teach.com come backstage and all the benefits of uh, being backstage like there's a ton of people backstage when mary was prophesying over them and when amanda was on um, that was on tuesday and wednesday next week we have 107 um, as well as Lloyd brunson who has a new case open we have um, uh, Derek Johnson coming on with the military law and you can be backstage during those times as well as being here in praise and prayer and word and worship as well as have access to searchy and all the other benefits uh, it used to be $17.76 a month it's all now for you it's free we love you too Patsy and uh, Laura and everybody online thank you so much for your encouragement for this ministry you guys are beautiful um, we're adding new songs all the time by the way so you guys have suggested songs that you just love to worship to that are filled with scripture let us know and we'll, we'll put them on the docket as we pray to see what songs we add each month 
and I got a few more coming here um, later this month too. Um, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, early, early next uh, next month, depending on if I can get, they come out before Israel. I think they might. So that's exciting, isn't it? Also, join us in the neighborhood, neighborhood.social. Totally free platform. It's where all the Christian patriots are together. That's where all the groups are happening, where, where things are happening when we're not online. A beautiful group of people. Again, neighborhood.social. The iPhone app is working now. The, the Google app should be up and running here in the next uh, four or five days. But we love you guys. Thank you so much for joining us here. Remember, live in faith and not sight. Faith and not fear. Looking so forward. Uh, backstage, if you wouldn't mind unmuting and saying goodbye. Bye, everyone. Goodbye. Yeah. God bless. Shalom. Shalom. I need us, amigos. I need rubber bands on my fingers to do shalom. It's <laughs> <laughs> a little icon you can put up. <laughs> there. <laughs> Something like that. Shalom, shalom. Peace, peace. God bless you guys. <laughs> All right. We'll see it tomorrow Love night's Word and Worship. Friday, Word and Worship. Tomorrow, join us for Book of John. I think we're in Chapter 8. <laughs>